Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. to Oh When The Town with Luke Gregory. Hello and welcome to Oh When The Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton leave it incredibly late but manage to get all three points against Wigan. Nah, it's unbelievable. Um, sort of reminded me of the Portsmouth goal actually quite a lot because it was near the end. I think this one was a bit later actually but um, yeah, I just the ball felt to me lovely to be fair. We chat about George Moncur and if he deserves to be starting games going forward. I think I'd like to see Moncur have a longer time on the pitch for definite. I think he can make an impact. We also answer your Instagram questions and loads more. Tonight I'm joined by Dave and Batari. Evening, guys. Evening. Good evening. How are you doing? All right? Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm good, thank you. So Excited after Saturday, weren't yeah. you? Oh, what an end to the game. It's great, I didn't think it? it was going to happen. Matt, I was still buzzing now. Well. Yeah, I nearly had a heart attack, actually. Like, let's not joke about this, no, because <laughs> you're not, you're not exactly in the best uh, health at the moment, so let's not joke yeah. about that. No, let's not help. Uh, well, let's look at your three word reviews of the Wigan game. Josh said, really needed that. Sarah said, thank the Lord. Alex said, subs were superb. Uh, Toby says, taxi for Tunnicliffe. Dwayne says, six from nine. Will said, George Monker statue. And Justin said, missed many chances. And Nick said, papered over cracks. I like Nick's one. Dilly gaff for me. Dilly gaff for me. Dilly gaff? I didn't want to. I didn't want to be negative at all. This this podcast. I didn't think we were amazing on Saturday, um, but we no, got the we, got the job done. Spell, got the result, <clears throat> and I think that's the most important thing, especially against Wigan. I think no. After a seven 0 defeat, we needed that, didn't we? No matter how you win, just win the game. Get the win. We yeah. needed three points. Yeah. We needed three points against another relegation rival, and you know, looking down those three word reviews, it's only you know. It, you just needed to get it. We really did need that win. We, and, it, and it showed. The players wanted it too. And, like Dwayne said, six from nine as well. It's not all bad. Yeah, six from nine. If you it's look at right. it that way, six from nine. Well, like two weeks ago, we put out on our social media pages, Owen the Town, how many points would you take from the next? Well, how many points do we need from the next three? And people were saying six from nine would be great because no one expected mm-hmm. us to go to Brentford and win. So you can kind of probably look at that Brentford game now if you take out just the result wise it's got to be a distant memory now isn't it yeah Surely. that's the problem with that it. last form though isn't it if that's the problem it's, it's the, if it was a 2-0 rather than a 7-0 then people would go do you know what we've done really well mm. it's just a 7-0 that's chucked it the wrong way is it way no because I don't agree with that I think it's the case of we're still I, I don't want to sit here and change my tune from last week because I weren't happy last week so I'm, I'm still going to sit there and say I, I don't think we will 100% at it on Saturday. No one so, said no one's saying there was hundred percent at it, but I, I, I guarantee you that half the fans that said seven nil was disastrous, if it was two nil, they go, Oh well, it's two nil. More to performance God. though, isn't it? Well the performance we've had bad performances a few times this season. But we're still in the fight to stay up, aren't we? So this why why are we worrying? And uh, I was gonna say well, I completely forgot what I was gonna say then, lads, but um yeah, it'll probably come back to me in a second. Okay, cool story, Patari. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, well, let's, let's look at the Wigan game then, because we started quite well. I was quite impressed with our start. We could have been like 3-0 up. Uh, Shinny had a chance. 
which he should have scored. Turner Cliff had mm-hmm. that chance, which uh, he kind of put on in the corner. It was it's a, it's a difficult line. one, isn't it? I think Pearson had a chance from a free kick as well, but oh, I think mate. he was offside for that. How was he? I heard the but live yeah, one saying, yeah, offside, he was offside. He should have been, target, have been offside. Um, but it's... Well, they started like they had a point to prove, didn't they? You know, coming yeah. off the back of that bad result, they started real fast. They made some real good opportunities, and, and I was disappointed we weren't two 0 up minimum. And I feel like in the even, first ten, yeah, I feel like after minutes, the fifteen yeah. twenty minutes, where we should have been a few goals up, I feel like nerves crept in a little bit, didn't they? For the Luton players, do you think nerves? I, I do, because I feel like they missed the chances. Then I thought we, we can grow into it a little bit after 25, 30 minutes. Not, yeah. I'm not saying greatly, but. Hmm. I felt like nerves crept in a little bit and it was a bit like, oh, do you know what I mean? Shit, this could happen again, blah, blah. And you listen to the crowd. There was nothing, was there, from the crowd. It was a bit silent. Obviously, certain sections, yeah, admittedly all the time. But The crowd's been quiet for the last yeah. uh, load of home games. I think on Saturday, it comes down to when when you don't take your chances. It's, uh, when mm. we went 1-0 down and the ground was quiet for yeah. probably until about the last 10 minutes, you probably sit there and you go, I understand that. It's, yeah, you expect it, didn't you? Luton fans I'll be honest I was quiet as well even when people were singing around me I, I, yeah I sang a little bit but I was a bit down after going 1-0 down but look I think when so we went 1-0 well. down the, the thought was for me here we go again yeah you know we. that's been the story of our season especially at home it's not taking our chances then we go 1-0 down and then we've got it all to do I think I've, we've got down here, there's two games this season at home which we haven't conceded first in. That was West Brom, which we lost anyway, yeah. and the Bristol City game. Every other game we've gone 1-0 down in. Um, we've won a couple of them. Um, three of them. We've won three of them now. Wigan, Charlton and Huddersfield. We went 1-0 down in and won. I mean, what I, I, I think... Which is, is, is good. That could show that there's character in the team to come back from that. But yeah. do, you, do you think, though, if we could just take our chances and go ahead that maybe things would be better and we wouldn't be so negative about everything it's just taking them chances yeah it's like anything though you take your chance you score early goal you go 2-3 everyone's happy ain't they you don't take your chance you go a goal down you still win 2-1 certain people ain't gonna be happy anyway about that but I think if you look at some of the games this season, right, that Millwall game, I think if we would have scored first against Millwall we would have gone on to win that I think if we Mm -hmm. if Potts' goal against Forrest stands I reckon we could go on to win that game as well. It's, and it's, like, it's very fine margins though. It is, and minute. you'd grow in confidence. I think if Luton go a goal up, because we did that against West Brom, look, they're top of the league now, aren't they? Yep. And they're flying. So, you know, it's... I just think if you can go 1-0 up at home, things might start being it's, a bit different. I feel, but, like, I feel like as Luton... Well, obviously, I'm not a player, but I feel like the players, they feel the pressure as well at home. Even more so. I feel like when you've got chances, you miss early chances. Let's face it, a few times this season we've missed very early chances, quite a lot, quite often, have we not? And we do occasionally go to goal behind or whatever else and we don't take our chances, we don't get the result we want. Or you go, I admit, wish we'd probably win that, wish we get points from this, we get points from that, we don't. And we pick up points from other sort of certain games. But I just it's... I just think that as a, as a fan, you should manage your expectations more. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd we've had. Agree with I, that. I mean, we've had two cracking seasons where mm. everything was going right, and currently it's not going as well as you want it to. That's why I did think last week. You have to manage your expectations. Yeah. yeah, of course you do. Course I don't you. think it's wrong for fans to expect your main striker to be in the box and no, not on the left wing. I'm not no, saying that. No, but, no, no but you're saying manage your expectations. People are unhappy with the way 
the football's being played at the moment. I don't think people are people aren't unhappy because we're in the championship and we people expected us to struggle. But I still feel like there's 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 just room for improvement at the moment. I think we could be doing better than we are, and I'm not trying to make this a negative thing because of the results we've had in the last no, you, three you, weeks. You've have got been a good. point. I'm not going to. But I'm, I'm not, not going to sit here and, like you just point. said, saying fans need to manage their expectations. I think sometimes <laughs> fans are spot on with what they say about about the manager. We could at the we could be doing better because we know that we're better than where we are in the table at the moment. I think that's what everyone feels. But at the same time, we do need to be, be a bit realistic. Yeah, we might. The thing is, obviously, I haven't looked recently, but I think we're one of the top five high scorers in the league or whatever. Probably, yeah, we Potentially. are. And, and we, have the, we have the worst defense. Worst no, defense, I get that. Yeah, worst defense. But uh, it's, I understand certain people's like, frustrations and whatever else. But I think the bigger picture we need to look at as a whole, as just fans, and go. Do you know what? We're four points above the drop zone. Okay, it wasn't looking like that last couple of weeks, and now I get that. <laughs> I feel like, like I said, give it till Christmas or after Christmas. Yeah, but a few that's, my, that's my opinion. I'm going to reiterate that is my opinion before people start getting pissy with it. That's fine. <laughs> it's my opinion. And people do have an opinion. That's fair enough. But this is my opinion. Yeah, but and I will sit here and I will speak things and I'm there to be shy. If people have a little dig, crack on. Well, that's Wigan's goal came from another cross that we conceded. Kiefer Moore, yeah. a bit of a handful, weren't he? Good header. Yeah, we knew it was. It was a good header. Yeah. yeah. And I think when they went ahead, there I was kind of fearing the worst, and they kind of. This is where they had that bit of spell in the game, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And this is where I thought if we collapse here and go two down, I dread to hear the half-time whistle go and the booze Jones is going to get, because there, there would have been, and I think it would have been horrible. Well, there were booze anyway, weren't there? Well, half-time there was, yeah. Yeah. Which, can you imagine us I'm going two-nil down at? Is it disgusting though that first half? I think half? so, yeah. Oh, come on. Well, I think it's disgusting, mate. Booing your team at half time. Not booing okay. the team, booing the manager. Oh, I booing the manager. Right, I booing the manager, you... booing your team, booing any part of the club. Or, sorry, it's just booing any though, part mate. of the team. A, Coaching a part every, of the team, mate. Every team will do that if it's a. But why? I don't understand. Because it was look, awful, mate. I need to understand. Yeah, uh, yeah all right. It, it was, was awful. awful. The first okay. half was awful. First 20 minutes weren't awful. No, but I we agree didn't with score. that. Yeah, first I mean, we didn't awful. score, but we made chances to score. They're so you have to go off at half time thinking, well, mm-hmm. if you give them a bit of encouragement, because when they came to the tunnel, oh come on, be realistic. No I one's going to. Dave, we're one nil down in against Wigan, who are below us in the table. Nearly two nil down because they had that chance I put down here, which just went wide. But like, it looked at stages in that first half on Saturday when. We didn't know what we're doing when we're trying to attack. Right. It looks like they're clueless. It looks I, like no one knows yeah. what they're doing. So, so what, is, what, good right does, but what good does booing do at that to point? Show, to show the manager right. this but, is unacceptable. Yeah, but what, when, the, when the team came off and they went through to the tunnel in H block and F block, where we are, they were giving it, come on boys, you know uh-huh. you can do it. Why not try and encourage them to come out and play better second can half? Can I just say something as well, right? We had this yeah. conversation the other week about what Graham Jones comments and people got the right ass with Graham Jones saying oh, you know what I mean players need to take responsibility they need to man up and be like oh it's just fucking tactics and, that. and they weren't happy with what Graham Jones said why should we as a club as supporters if we don't agree with the booing which I don't agree with the booing by the way at half time it's fair enough if this things have gone completely different whatever but why as a fan should we sit there and listen to other people booing your team off the, off the pitch so you can boo but your manager can't sit there and tell like you know I the media that we weren't good enough I'm and be honest about it this is the thing fans are being honest Graham Jones is being honest can I just say this because I'm really getting a bit annoyed with this now I understand people's opinions but this is the same thing 
The manager comes out, speaks about his players, right? Says, oh yeah, he gives them a bit of a kick up the arse. Okay, you might say about, <coughs> excuse me, morale. It might affect their morale. But what about people booing? You say that's acceptable to boo your team off the pitch at half time. How is that acceptable? Because that's the same thing, if anything. I think when it's at a stage where I'm not saying that you should boo, I can understand why people booed. I can't remember. This happened. It happens at every single club. Every single club will, you know, and even in the Premier League, you're looking at the top clubs that will boo even if they're winning is unacceptable. Is that because so, it become a thing now? Where you no, but it's, feel, you know, it's always been a thing. Been there's, there's, it was a thing when, when no, Paul not, Buckle not, was in yeah, charge not, of us. Yeah, and he, I know this. I'm not denying this, Chris. I'm not denying this. But that's the thing, and it's going to happen. And I, and I look at it and think, you know what? It's, if they want to do it, just do it. Yeah, but there's not go back to my point where if the manager wants to sit there and have a little pop at his team and call them out a little bit, is that not a similar thing? That people don't accept that? Can people I... won't accept what Graham Jones says about his players after a 7 0 defeat or losing a game and going, maybe the players need to take responsibility and need to do this. Because sometimes, mate, like, the fans are sitting there booing. That's just as bad in my eyes, if not worse, than what the manager says. I would say at this point, I didn't really hear the booing, so that's oh, good. I, no, I didn't. And I secondly, heard it's it, a very small minority of the, of the crowd that were doing it, maybe. However, and that is I think you should, you should be there to support the team, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. and try and do what you can as, as the, you know, the extra man on, on the touchline. Yeah. Excuse me a second. Well, right. in the second half, it did take us a while to get going. Um, I think we had like one main chance was when their keeper miss kicked it to Berry, put it to Collins, oh, God, maybe yeah. a bit behind him and on his left foot. Uh, it was saved. And then that was really it until the final six, seven minutes of the game where Callum oh, McManaman was wow. introduced. Can we just say, wow. What? Yeah. Incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. Mate. This is where we turn more positive now. It was um, like, mate, like that little pirouette dancing well, a nice bit of scenery there. That was great, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I forgot I, it was against his former club, McManaman. Yeah. Well, he... I had a Wigan fan sitting next to me because he was with um, some people that needed help. And he said, as soon as McManaman come on, he said, this guy's going to score. I don't know why we let him go. Thank you. And that's exactly what I heard on the way out as well. Yeah, thank you. And he did. Yeah. He came on, it was um, a nice goal, missed kick, and then straight into that bottom corner. Uh, I, you know what? We scored this goal. I was kind of like, okay, cool. Jaw's still not going to be good enough in my opinion. Nah. Do you know what though? When I saw that goal go in and celebrating like crazy, there was one person that didn't celebrate mm. and that was Collins. He ran straight into the net, he picked the ball up, he off. wanted to win. Yeah. Off back to the centre line. I think the players knew the importance of yeah, a win. Yeah, they wanted you know. to win. So, yeah, and there was not any of this, he just rushed, got the ball, got up there. Does that not show yeah. spirit in his yeah, of course as well, it does. Of course it does and it was it was the right thing to Mate, do. Mate, like, like they made a very good point on the, um, the Football League show the other day and they said obviously what um, Graham Jones said the other week about what people see weren't happy about, which obviously fair enough. And they said it could have gone either way. And the players reacted to that. Can I just say this? The players reacted and they have reacted. There's no way the players come out and don't want to win. Mate, no did, you, way. did you see Moncur at the end run up to Graham Jones at the end? You see the way he did it? Yeah, I was standing mate, right in front of him, mate. There you go then. <laughs> there you go. You see it? Yeah. For me, mate, I, do you know what? I was touched by that. I thought it was great. Because everyone's going, oh yeah, you can't be saying things like that. But mate, he got a reaction out of his players, did he not? And I feel I like I feel like as a Loon Town, as, as a club, mate, that is beautiful to see. That is, that is beautiful. Does Callum McManaman deserve to start a few more games now going forward based on his 15, 20 minutes he had on the pitch? Yeah, mate, I'd say so. I'd like to see McManaman play more minutes, but it's where his injury 
injuries. Do you know what I'd love to up. see? Callum McManaman just playing right mid in a 4 4 2. I'd yeah, love that. I see it. I'd love that. Just put McManaman right mid, Collins up front with Cornick. I no idea you'd play left mid, but you could put forget left mid. Yes, yeah, actually, probably could. I'd love that just to see him whip some crosses in. Um, let's talk about the winner then, Monker. Unreal. I was quite happy for him as well, actually, Monker, because he seats, limbs, everything. What I love about George Monker, he was so honest in his interview after the game, and he was saying how he's not in the team because he's not defensively minded, and it's understandable. And he says, "I know I've got, I've got to be better." So it's like. And look how much it meant to him as well at the end. Yeah. Mate, that was, that was not an unhappy player there. I'm sorry. The way he celebrated and ran up to the man, that was not an unhappy player there. He says he's not unhappy though. He no, knows he's he doesn't look unhappy hard. either. Well, I'm sorry, we haven't really seen a lot of him. He didn't look unhappy at all. End of the game, him and, uh, was it Berry or McManaman with Jones at the end? Yeah, he was very complimentary about the boss. Yeah. yeah very complimentary. This is what I mean. Yeah. People, this is what people need to realise. They need to understand this. Obviously, I understand. Don't get it wrong. I'm all for Moncur playing for the last few months and that. You know what my feelings are for that. He should be playing. And it just, I think it, most people believe the same thing and it proves that everyone's point. But, mate, that's not an unhappy Moncur. That's not a Graham Jones falling out with the players and losing the dressing room. For me, that's not. That reaction on Saturday showed it all. Yeah, we weren't great, admittedly, over the course of the game. Maybe in like, sort of like 35, 40 minutes of the whole game, if, if that, we were good. At the end, that showed what Luton were about. And that really made me happy. Place erupted as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the exactly. loudest oh. we've heard Kenilworth Road in forever. It was fantastic. Wow. Mate, it incredible. was fantastic. Just had to be Moncur as well. You think of that to that Portsmouth game. Yeah. And you, you kind of, you don't want to compare the two because they're both very unique in their own ways. But when, when that ball hits the back of the net, mm. it was literally just crazy. Just no. limbs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I just love watching. I think I've watched that goal back over 50 Mate, times. I've watched every kind of highlight possible, even on the Wigan page. Have you? <laughs> I've watched the highlights. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great, isn't it? I'm happy for George Monker, though. It's, it's good. It'd, it'd be good to see him get some more game time now and try and kick on. Yeah. Mate, can I just also say about Luke Berry? So you know I'm a bit of a fanboy. Yeah, Luke Berry, Berry came back into the team. He his first was, in for, for me, he was my man of the match on Saturday, Luke Berry. I thought the goal was incredible. Okay, he faded slightly towards the end. But I thought the effort, the commitment, everything about him, work rate, mate. He was there. 100% he was there. Mate, oh, honestly, unbelievable. What a performance. And that's all you can really ask for. I reckon he'll stay in the team for Stoke Berry, potentially. He has to. I'll be honest, like, people are saying about, obviously, Moncur, does he have to start, does he? But... Obviously, I understand like, why you play certain players, but obviously Moncur's going to be involved anyway on Tuesday. Yeah. He has to be, which is, if it's not, it's ridiculous. But let's face it, he's going to be. But I still stick to the same team. Same mate, Moncur off the bench as well. We have got a weapon, mate. We all know we've got a weapon there. But then you're saying stick to the same team that people booed off at half-time. The ones that, you yeah, know... But that's, yeah, that's not me, though, Dave. That's yeah. my... Yeah, but I'd never booed because, obviously, like I said, I don't believe in the booing, but... I thought Barry had a good game. I thought he was... I, like I said, I thought he was our best player on the pitch. I thought he was fantastic. I, even, I remember in the second half, I believe... The second half? So, Penny yeah, got man half, of the he match. Cut, he came but, back and blocked a couple of shots from the corner on that. But Penny got man of the match, right? Did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I have no idea. I can't remember. Penny got man of the match. I'm sure of that. I thought Penny played quite well. 
But mm. I know I've had the conversation yeah, earlier, but mm. maybe you guys don't think that. But I, I thought he gave the ball away a lot. Yeah, on, I thought he played. Quite I, don't well. stay, I don't want to see. I don't want to see. There was one time on Saturday, Pelly nearly got tackled from getting the ball passing from goal kick in that second half. It did well in the end. My heart feet. kind of just, just sunk. Down. I was just like, well, that was a good yeah. way to throw away a game. I was just hoping the players would go down and take a free kick because I thought it would, would have been a red it. though, wouldn't it? If we would have done that, yeah. would have been a red card if he'd have taken them, taken them out. Well, if Pelly had taken him out, yeah. you mean when he was facing the Kellyworth end? That, yeah, yeah, but he had the ball though. He controlled the ball. I'm, just, I mean, saying that oh. if Pelly had gone down, that's what I mean. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. if Pelly had gone down, because I was thinking, sitting there going, hang a minute. He's got a few touches to just go down and get the free kick because I think he was all in panic stations at that point. But it just proves the confidence that the players do still have to a certain extent. Obviously, there are obviously problems with certain people and, you know, certain people do carry other players. But as a unit, mate, I think we are we're strong enough. Well, here's what some fans said then about the Wigan win. Dave said, woeful first half. We couldn't finish to save our lives. I think confidence was at a low. And the goal was always coming because our fullbacks aren't good enough. Jamie says, ultimately, if we lost, the buck stops with Graham. But the squad isn't good enough. Had three chances to stick it in the net and we didn't. The manager's job is to put the players in dangerous positions. The player's job is to make the most of it. I agree. But you can't do nothing about the squad till January. So it's a squad yeah. we've got. This is um, goes, I'm not saying we're saying anything else, but yeah. Because of certain things that we were talking about the other week with that. Yeah, but you know... Again, it's managing your expectations with what we've got. And the only thing we need to do is finish one place above relegation. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then you can rebuild the squad after that. Yeah. January window will open. We'll get some people in. I'm sure of that too. Um, our fullbacks haven't been great this season. We're missing the two that we we got rid of. Well, look, we're a week, we're a week aside, aren't we, from last season? Of course really we are. Of course it. we are. You know, we've got two, no prem- Stacey, no two JJ, Premier League no fullbacks. As well. Two Premier League yeah. fullbacks, you know. I did think Bolton did well when he came on the other day. Yeah, he uh, did. Yeah. I thought he did really well. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him start. Just sometimes he, he gets caught out defensively, don't yeah, he? Yeah, defensively he worries me, I'll be honest. I'm going to say, I think he's a, I think he's a brilliant player. But I, think I still think right he'd be back, better to right mid. Yeah, I love Harry 100%. Cornick, right? But I feel like he's he's a bit more trickier than Cornick, isn't he? He's got, I'd say he's got more of a step got, over him. Cornick's literally oh, I love so... Cornick, I love Harry Cornick. I just wish so he awkward. could maybe learn how to do a skill move or two. Yeah, why? You don't need to sometimes, does he? I really think it'd improve his game. He's so. Di- I think if you studied Harry Cornick for five games, you'd know how he's going to play against you. Um, I think he just needs to be a little. I think for him to improve more, I think this is a fair comment. I think he just needs to add yeah, a bit more to his game. Add a skill move. Yeah, no, he does need to. Step oh, over. For me, he needs to improve his final product. That for as me. well. I feel like it's crossing and shooting. He's been class this season. Yeah. I think I saw a stat today that he's created uh, the most goals in the last five games or something. Or one of the most in the championship in the last five games. So, and he's still young. He's still a young boy. Remember, he is. How was he now? Out of interest? You know? I couldn't tell you, but he's a young guy. He's similar to me. Just, isn't he? Yeah. Twenty-three, twenty-four. Well, let's move on to talking about George Moncare today. Um, looking at him in more depth right now. Uh, it's kind of like. With Moncur, like we're talking, does he does he have to start now, or is he better as a bench player? Because I think depends on the game for me. That's what I'm going to say before you say it. Yeah, I don't think he can come straight in for the Stoke game. I really don't. Despite I won't change it. But I think we've this is this the fourth time in a row we fielded it. Well, apart from obviously Luke Berry coming in and who else came in Saturday? Was it just Luke Berry? Was it just Berry on Saturday? Berry. Won't change yeah. But apart from obviously Berry for the uh, for Izzy Brown. It's been the same for the last three or four games now. 
I believe. So, I, what, so. I wouldn't change it. And obviously, people go, oh, yeah, we lost 7 0, we did this. But look, come on. Six points from nine as well, last three. So, we take it positives. I think I'd like to see Moncur have a longer time on the pitch mm-hmm. for definite. Yeah. I think he can make an impact. So, yeah. you know, why not give him a go? Why not give him a start? I think defensive, the way they talk about his defensive mind, though, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if, if that's too much of a risk to play, especially in a big game against Stoke. Yeah, it's a massive game so, as well, isn't it? Do we take a point against Stoke? I'd say so, yeah. We take not losing, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100% Pataro, 100%. I would, yeah, 100% David. But what I say is, from any away game, you would take a point, especially in the Championship. We said last season in League One, did we not? We'd take a point away from home, unless we win our home games. But obviously it's going to be a hard this season. Tomorrow against Stoke is a, a not-lose situation. Yeah, if we lose that, then we could be back in the same situation. situation well, we, were we won't weeks, be in the bottom three. No, so well. that don't matter. Admittedly, no. But it'll be interesting to see if he does start or if he is off the bench again. I'd maybe think he might be off the bench again against Stoke. Yeah, I mean, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset with that to be honest. I'd be happy with that because I keep Luke Berry in there. Ben says him and Barry need to start more. You saw their influences on the pitch at the weekend. Jones would be stupid to drop them after that win. And I just think it just like we just said though, like it comes down to it. Would you be more annoyed if he started them both and then we can see the goal because Moncur's not hundred percent switched on for well, a yeah. defensive. Then this comes into it another debate as well about this and that and do you know what I mean there's always something to talk about certain things. I think it was a kind of no lose situation for Moncur on Saturday bringing him on because. I think it got to that stage where we needed to we push needed for that goal. Yeah, of course we did. So mm-hmm. you, he probably went on and he's probably told him, you know, just do, get do your attacking yeah, yeah. bit today. Mate, how many times, well, I say how many times, a few times I remember him getting the ball and he, he literally drove about 30, 40, well, not 30, 40 yards, maybe 20, 30 yards of the ball. And he was, honest, I think he was the reason. See, McManaman was good as well when he came on. Like the little turns and the work rate coming back. But I felt Moncur's driving power going forward. It's what we needed. I yeah. thought it was fantastic, mate. I thought it was great. Dave said, just bench him and use him as a super sub. He has more of an impact coming on, in my opinion. Freddie said he should start. His contribution at the weekend was too important to bench him again. And Oliver says he has to be in the match day squad. I'm not sure if he is a starter, though. Very mixed opinions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, all, they're all fair enough points, aren't they? Let's face it. But yeah, I think at the moment, I'd keep him on there as an impact player. For a balance. From, from the bench? Yeah. Yeah, I mean there are some players that that absolutely thrive on coming off the bench and, and being that impact player. And let's face it, I don't think he's, he's that bothered about coming off the bench and making an impact because he knows when he's come off the bench in the previous time, especially in League One, mate. How many vital goals did he score for us, mate? In all fairness, he, he's become a bit of a hero, Luke, hasn't he? Let's face it. Yeah, even though fair. he's not played too much, yeah, he's become a bit of a fan. He scored some important goals yeah, for us, hasn't he? Massive. He goals. really has. Um, I think the Stoke game is going to be. A big game. I still look at Stoke and part of me, right, I know they've had such a poor start to the mm-hmm. season, but I look at teams like Stoke and Middlesbrough and I think surely they are going to come good. Surely. Let's hope not, but yeah. Middlesbrough, I think they are coming good now. I think they will improve. I think they'll climb up the table now. But Stoke... You normally, you normally be... get... The, the, the league normally sorts itself out just after before, Christmas. just before, just after Christmas. Yeah. Um and, and I look at the league table the other week and we were loads of points behind Charlton and now we're three, three points, points behind, behind Charlton. Yeah. Charlton are dropping down the table. So there will be teams like that that will happen. So maybe Stoke will pick up. 
you can't surely think they're going to be this bad all season. But let's hope they don't get good next yeah, time. This is it. We, we need to act like we're on 20 points now from 20 games. Like you say, if we average out what we're doing at the moment, we're going to finish on what, 46 points? 46 to 50 points, would you say? You'd hope. Well, you'd if like we get to 50 points... Staying up. I'd like, I'd like to say we're staying up. Well, maybe this league, this season, we might have to get 53, 54 points. I'm going to put it out there. Because I said at the beginning of the season that I feel like we need 55 points to definitely stay up. We're only 20 points at this stage. Yeah, it's going to be tough. So, do you know what I'm saying? I'm just looking at the run of our run of fixtures coming up. It's a trip to Stoke, then we've got Preston, and it's Swansea, Bristol City, we've got Fulham over yeah, the Yeah, but when you, look, when you look at the fixtures, really tough games. But they're all tough games. We say we, this all the time, actually. We, they're we, all tough games. We let, we let two divisions. Don't forget, we've gone up twice real quick in other years people would wait a couple of seasons then get promoted and then they're ready we've just gone straight in here you know so you, you can't knock people, you can't knock what we're doing no, I had a few people sat there going oh yeah I think we went up too quick but I don't believe we did no it's, no, I'd what, rather no, be in this division yeah, yeah. there's no such thing as going up too quick in my in my opinion I'll reiterate my opinion just to let everyone know <laughs> but um, Bataro yeah. I value your opinion and you're right you. you just have to take the best. If we were still stuck in League Two, or, people would be yeah, moaning about League that. League Two or League One so, last season, you know, we'd stay down let's there. Enjoy, well, we didn't enjoy this it. season. It's you know a mean? challenge. Yeah. This division is a challenge. Look, it's never going to be club, easy. We're getting more money for it as well yeah. as a club. But as a as a as a as a, as a division, this was never going to be an easy any no. task for us. So we got twenty points. Let's get the next three on Tuesday. Let's hope. Let's hope so. And if you're going to Stoke, see you there. Yep. Should be a good see one. Ya. Hello, mate. We're going, ain't we? We'll go. We'll go. Do you mean we'll go? We are going. Well, I'm going, yeah. I'm, I'm worth it. Tomorrow, yeah, but I've so got tickets, so I'm definitely going. You go away and I'll take a Can video I? of you celebrating when we score. No worries, mate. If it's a last minute winner, <laughs> just look for the man with the kit off. I've got some hips now as well. Bit porky. Amazing. Yeah. Let's get to some Instagram questions today. Some interesting ones. They weren't all about Jones this week. Last week, literally 90% of them were about Jones. Yep. This week, we've got some more variety. Barney says, alongside Moncurs on Saturday, what are some of your favourite late goals which you went mental at? Right, can I just start with that one? Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Straight away, Portsmouth. sorry. <laughs> and Luton are ahead in the very last minute. Thanks you very much, Brian Steen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that would have been amazing. It was the most amazing one. And sorry, boys, you weren't alive, but it was amazing. Proud you know I weren't alive. And and well, you weren't. And (laughs) the the other one for me, which meant a lot to me personally, uh, was Northampton at home. It was a very late winner, but um, that was a very special day for me. What was that, sorry, Dave? Northampton at home. Which one was that? The one nil and got one nil in the last. Oh, the Gatwick one. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty mad that day as well it was mad yeah. it was a mad day for, for, for me other um, ones I can think of really were uh, Norwich Hull. Norwich away Hull at home in 2005 yeah. to be fair Jesus, yeah. we went absolutely crazy when we equalised at Birmingham I think it could have been to the alcohol which is which adds to the limbs a bit but, yeah, uh, yeah maybe but wouldn't have had too much to drink I don't really know what's going on so I have to ask you <laughs> I have to keep asking you questions yourself in a second tonight. down the stairs yeah pretty much Blackpool was the best. Oh no, Blackpool in the playoffs. Can you say oh. first leg? <laughs> don't even Second go leg was shot. We're not going into that. <laughs> don't but go I ran down the um, down the seat and bit across my way, and I fell down the last ten sort of runs. Pataro, yeah, you're a liability himself. when we go away, man. You're Sorry, a, a liability. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I think just nothing beats that feeling of a goal that does it. Like no, last minute at home. Way, 
away, there's just been some amazing Mate, moments. Mate, you know what's as well? great as well? I showed you, showed you my bet earlier tonight. 100 pounds. I needed a corner and a goal in the last. You won 100 quid loon, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a corner and a goal. What did he do? We got a free kick, led to a corner, which led to the goal. And mate, I was jumping up in the air. Like, I don't know what I was more happy about. Obviously, I was more happy about Luton winning, but oh, you rattled sh- some people with that, Mataro. <laughs> no, nah, you know what I mean. You rattled some people with that. No, nah, you know we're joking anyway. But um, it was great. What a feeling though, the win. Oh wow. Joe's comment can be quite a quick answer. Who would be a better starter, Berry or Moncur? Kind of touched on it. Oh, you just said Berry. Berry. Berry for time. Berry. Me. I thought Berry's fantastic. You can't drop him on Saturday's performance for me personally, but. Zuki says, opinion on Jones clapping the fans on the good times but ignoring them on the bad. Well, interesting. It's not interesting. You know, what do you expect? You walk over after a big defeat to acknowledge the fans that have made all that effort to go there and all they're going to do is absolutely go mad at you. Uh-huh. He'd do better just get in and get his team and sort them out. So, for me, I think he did the right thing almost. I mean, to, he can acknowledge the fans, but if he went over there and clapped them after a massive defeat, or any defeat, you know, the, we're, we're talking Brentford again, aren't we? If he went over after that 7-0 and stood in front of the fans to say, thank you for coming, most of them we'll just give would, him would stick, have given him yeah. some stick. I feel like so we, he should avoid yeah. it. I feel like we need to appreciate that everyone reacts different to certain things. Yeah. And like I said, people don't have the same opinion. Yeah. Let's say that again. Don't yeah, have but, the same opinion. But, did, but we all need to understand everyone else's point of view. Is it? But that was it. The players as well that day. Of course, it was. The players weren't. Hundred percent. So you know, it's not just about the manager. And you know what? He deserved the clap of the fans. You know, getting the, clap, the applause from the fans on Saturday because he made the right tactical decisions and changed the game. There were some boos at full time actually for well, Jones then, on Saturday. Well, really? then they're idiots. I saw, um, Sorry, they're wow. idiots. I think at uh, full time after after that ending, you're an idiot if you booed. Um, yeah, of course. But I, I saw um, Mike from Luton News tweeted it as well. There were some boos. And so many people replied saying, oh, stop stirring shit. It didn't happen. You're lying. You're making it up. And he's like, no, it 100% happened. Because mm. you could hear... I was literally walking behind the players on the pitch doing mate, the you walk around the whole length of the pitch. Right? You can you hear, hear everything, everything mate. Yeah, you can I'm hear everything. Here. And there, unfortunately, was some boos. Which I thought was kind of sad, considering the way we'd just won that game. Yeah, but like I said the other week, it's always a catch twenty-two. People, no one's ever happy with certain things. Maybe they need to sort of. Uh, well, can I just say, in my block, there were no booing. There no booing. Not where I was sitting either. No. So. so you know, at the end of the day, have your opinion. But I did hear a few but, people saying it was. You know, booing, get so. behind the bloody team for yeah. Christ's sake. Ed says thoughts on Harry Cornick and his one hundred appearances. Fantastic milestone, for Harry. Was that his hundred appearances? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, Fair play to him. Do you know oh, what? Man. He's improved, hasn't he? He's, so pr- much. he's improved so, so, so much. much. Yeah. Oh, he's close. I love his pace as well. I, you know, and you just think, you know, it's come, sometimes it's quite exciting when he gets the ball and starts running. Oh, yeah, running you don't know it. what he's going to do, do you? Yeah. He might run with the ball and fall over the next minute he might score. So you never yeah. know what's going to happen. So he can have 100 more then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's mate, a, that's a 200 more. This is completely irrelevant. It just comes to my head. How good is Luke Berry in the air? He seems to win every header. On Saturday, yeah. yeah. Not usually, no. No? Do you not think? I don't know why that just came to my head, but... Just I know what you're saying on a Saturday yeah. he was winning a lot in the air wasn't he because yeah. even my uncle he's the so shoulder, small he went, but he jumps yeah, quite my high uncle tapped him in the shoulder he went well, hang a minute is he like being you put strapping weights on his legs and jumping <laughs> in the water and that I was like what do you mean he was like well he seems to be winning it's everything wins is that everything. what you just said but no I mean yeah Saturday he won everything didn't he but before that I mean I've never really noticed it but yeah oh that's quality though isn't it? what a feeling Ollie says do you think our league position is above or below par I'd say we're, we are where we are because that's 
how it is and I don't think we can be too high or too low of it I'm, I know it sounds a bit controversial but I'm really staying with it. I'm staying with where we are now I'm not looking and going oh maybe we could be better off admittedly some mistakes we had early season I understand that opinion we might go okay we, we probably could be five eight points better off which yeah we could be unfortunately we're not though mistakes have cost us this season from being more secure than what we are but look we'll ride with it and if we finish above the drop zone by the end of the season, it's a good season, by all means. Below par, that's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because where do you expect to be? You know, that's that expectations again. I'm happy where we are. I'd like to be higher, yes. So in that respect, yeah, we're below par. But we're above par because we're not in the relegation yeah. zone. And I, I'm going to say it again. I still feel like we have, out of 20 games a season, we've been in 16 of them. 16, maybe 16 and a half. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah. Because people, I, I feel like people need to understand that we are there where we are. Not through sometimes, not from, through playing shite football or being an awful team. I don't think we're an awful team at all. I'll be honest, I really don't. But I feel like people need to, like you said earlier, we need to be more, what's the word you use, Dave? Sorry. Um... I don't know what word you <laughs> God, look at you two making this interesting to listen <laughs> no, to. Oh, my no, God. More, not reasonable with where we are. What's the word? Well, just manage your expectations. Well, there you go. Just manage your expectations. I think we need yeah. to do that as a club, as fans. Uh, Steve, who's normally on the podcast, always asks us a question because sometimes he can't be bothered to come. Um, basically, he says, did we miss Izzy Brown yeah, on Saturday? He would have bossed that yeah. midfield Saturday. But... We had you no know, the replacements did a good job. Yeah. He would have he would have absolutely bossed the midfield. But Berry's a, Berry's a Berry different number 10. Really yeah, well. Berry's a different number yeah, 10. You can't compare really all well. players and go, oh, I should be doing this, should be doing that, because Izzy Brown's like a driving force. He almost reminds me of a more skillful Pelly Ruddock. Who? With the ball. Brown. Going forward. Sorry, Going forward. Also, that's no dig at Pelly, by the way, before people start trying to cast me out. Sorry. Right. Everyone loves you who listens to this. People's opinions might be different to yours. Don't sit there and think everyone hates you. I don't think that at all, No, because no, I know that we, people... Every time you say something, you go, before people start... Yeah, no, I say it all the time. It's not the first time I've been saying it. I say it every single no, no, week. No, 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 Because I understand that people, people might take me the wrong way sometimes, right? And I get that, because I do come that? across a bit like that. No, well, you fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, mate. i tell you what, right, let's cut this right now. I'm going to be a good <laughs> Dave, me and you outside. Five minutes. I'm not going to say what I was going to say after that, but yes... <laughs> Oh, but no, you know what I'm saying though. Izzy Brown is a driving force going forward with the ball attacking wise. But every every player is good at what they do in a certain aspect. A lot of players talk highly about him. Moncur said the other day. Moncur said the other day in his he interview. He doesn't mind losing his place, does he? To, so if, yeah, to a better footballer, exactly. he said fair play. Exactly. If there's nothing he can do because his ability's not there, then fair play. And you probably sit there and say, you know, fair enough. Wait, Izzy Brown is like like we said. Unfortunately, we lost him for two, three months, but. I think we all, need, we all need to understand that Izzy Brown is special. He is. And we need someone like him. Even if we get like the last three months of the season out of him, he's vital to that. Every player is just as important. Remember that, though. But sure, he's going to be a good Christmas period. I'm hoping we can pick up some points, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think we've got allocated like 2K for Millwall. Great. Is that top and bottom 2000? It's not, wouldn't give us bottom tier at Millwall, would they? I've never nah, seen the bottom tier open with us ever. Nah, I can't be sure. Just one tier. But the most important thing is that we go. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I I, I think it. over Christmas we should do some like 
special Christmas episode or something. I've no idea what we, we, we could do. We need Santa on here, are we? Yeah. <laughs> Get Santa oh, yeah, on the podcast. Oh, by the way, kids, in case you're listening, Santa doesn't actually exist, just to let you know. You can't say sorry, that. You can't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't no, say that. Sorry. You can't say that. You've got to cut that out now. <laughs> do I actually have to cut that out? Yeah, yeah you of do. course you don't. No, you definitely have to cut that out. No, you, Dave, Dave, get out, come on. Mr. Mr. Well, who brings me my presents in, Bataro? <laughs> if it ain't Santa. Well, gonna Am gonna I going to have to show a disclaimer at the start saying, no, I think you should cut it out. <laughs> no, Dave, what are you it's, doing? It's staying in, it's staying in. Dave, come on, man. Come on. We're all spirit, mature here. We're all old time of year, man. You know, I don't really like Christmas. So. <laughs> don't feel like Christmas with the football that goes on with it. Well, you're right. going to be visited by three bloody ghosts, aren't you? <laughs> What's that well, we'll leave it on that note. We have to. Before we start our Oh When the Christmas podcast, clearly. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, when Santa goes steaming in. Yeah. Because he's steamboated. Yeah, that could right. be you. You just dress up as Santa, you get away with your hair. You trying to sound fat? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Talking to Santa, Nigel, I hope you're feeling well. Here we go. Nice comment to Nigel. I, oh, yeah, I just completely forgot. We've actually got Santa and Luton, sorry mate. Thanks yeah. so much for listening today. I hope it was more of an enjoyable listen to last week. Last week we frustrated people with oh, our podcast. Oh, do you know what? That's how it goes. We annoyed it? people. Yeah, but that's how it that's goes. That's what we love. Look, Thanks for listening. This is honesty. Yeah. Rate us five stars on iTunes if you haven't done already. Oh, Get us on socials at Owen the Town. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Enjoy Stoke, enjoy Preston if you're going, and we shall see you next week. You could probably do some sort of singing carols or something. <laughs> <laughs>